podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. I shoot my shot, I hit my toes. 187, that's Andrew Cole. I shoot my shot, I hit my goals. I let man act like they don't know. Check my record and learn that code. 187, that's Andrew Cole. Murder a beat, I'm cold. I link up with bro, that's... I did it like Andrew Cole, I just do my thing, I don't need to talk I shoot my shot, I hit my goals, I let man act like they don't know Check man's record, I learned that code, 187, that's Andrew Cole Murder a beat, I'm cold, when I link up with bro, that's I did it like Andrew Cole, I just do my thing, I don't need to Middle with the field and check like scores, but I still grind and chase man's goals When I get a chance, man's veins get cold Hello and welcome to another episode of Mugger I'm joined this week by two of your favourites, going to go around the room, introduce everybody. Uh, Seb, how goes it, brother? Hey, mate. Hey, man. Fighting a good fight, my brother. Fighting yeah, good fight. I, love, I love to hear it. Hello, back in stores, on your shelves and all that good stuff for the holiday season. Tissy, what are you saying? I'm good, man. I'm good. They bumped oh, you a 40 buff, yeah? <laughs> oh, UPS, I put my head in a spliff, man. Listen, man, it's all good. Listen, we're here to discuss Manchester United, so we're here to discuss uh, more positive things. Before I start, I've got to do the usual plug the socials. If you're not following on the Twitter, that's TLF underscore Mugga. Uh, Discord is back with a bang. We ran about three or four different Discord lives last week. The bows are back in full effect. We're there for Arsenal not beating Aston Villa. We're there for Manchester United beating Chelsea. Um, and we're going to continue to have discords this week for the Champions League night. So if you're there, the Discord link will be included uh, with the podcast when it goes out. Well, you'll be hearing it when it goes out. So it's part of the link. Um, but let's get into all things Manchester United, gentlemen. Um, two two games last week. After the midweek highs of a 2-1 win over Chelsea, we proceed to, I believe, register our sixth or seventh home loss of the season. But I think the fifth or sixth, which we've conceded three goals in uh, this week to the massive side that is Bournemouth. Um, yeah, Andoni Arayola's Bournemouth. This, uh, I'm, I'm going to start with you. Um, going into this game, what were your thoughts and feelings off off the back of the two one win over Chelsea? Obviously, I, I know what you want in terms of like the team's actual results leading to ETH leaving, but based on the team that was put out. How you thought we perform? What were you feeling like going into this three PM Saturday kickoff? Um, I was expecting um, one of two things: either United are kind of outplayed, but they pull out like a one nil win, or Bournemouth get the upset. Right? I wasn't. I wasn't shocked at the performance. To be fair, no, I was shocked at the way the team responded after going to goal down. It was a very good goal from Solanke. Um, Bruno, if it's just a typical. Bruno in his own for doing something wrong type play. A very weird attempted pass to McTominay, who obviously gets beat. I think it's by Cook. Cook speeds past Amrabat with... Amrabat looked like he was stuck in one. Maybe he was expecting something else behind him to get the ball. I don't know what happened. And then obviously, great great little cutback and great finish on Solanke. But I thought the team responded quite well to that. Um, the, the circulation of the football was very fast. It's just that it got to the final third and especially the two wide players, especially Garnacho. The quality is lacking so badly. Bruh, I'm talking... I don't like to talk on intelligence, but bad decision-making consistently in wide areas. Non-stop. I thought Bruno played pretty decently, in my opinion. Like, he was... We're playing two eights. He was, more, he was the more reserved eight because we are having a formation that's centred around Scott McTominay masquerading as a false striker getting to the box late. So he was doing a lot of the progression stuff. But the issue is that when Bruno's a bit deeper, you don't have Bruno in the final third. And then you're leaving the decisions up to Carnacho and then. I thought Marshall was decent as well. I thought Marshall and Bruno were connecting well, um, finding other players. But they'll just make the wrong pass. The amount of times where I'm like, okay, cool, you're regular. You're driving in central areas. You've got literally a three to four yard window just to slide Marshall in for 1v1. You pass it out wide. Or if it's Dallow... Uh, trying to do a whack cross instead of keeping the ball circulated. Garnacho can't get a yard of separation if he was on a flipping scooter. It's It was just, yeah. So we had a lot of half and puff, but we weren't really creating anything. And then as the game went on, we started to create less and less. We made a couple subs, which made the team worse. And then once Billing came on, 
Those are dunks. That's a good big throw right there, William man. came off his big boy pants and started dunking on you, cuz. Good throw, man. <laughs> you were used to that 17 times in three minutes on the Discord, man. It's just a good throw. What do you want me to say, bro? Not what what have you said? Yeah, he came on and he started ragdolling guys, man. Fine. Um yeah, it was it, it was nasty. It was nasty business. So obviously he gets there second, and then it was was it Senesi? Sensi? I forget how to say his name. Senesi, who who grabs the third. Um, from your perspective, Seb, was did you did you catch the game? No. See <laughs> 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 me, bro. Hey, what I told you, bro. See me. Mental health with your business, yeah. Bruv, bruv, bruv. Sometimes you just got to withdraw your support from stupidness, but yeah, you know what I'm saying. So me, I'm yeah. just, I'm just, I'm just secondhand, secondhand commentary from me now, bro. Yeah, uh, it was, it was a tough, it was a tough watch. Um, obviously, Rashford again um, was on the bench. Um, Hoyland not starting, I think, was quite telling. Um, he's really not given us anything at, at this moment in time. It's very, very hard to to, to, to watch him up top. Dallo, I think you were spot on last week when you said God knows what bro's doing. Uh, <laughs> now, honestly, like there was a we didn't get we didn't create many chances, but there was an opportunity he got down the right. Um, and rather than fizzing it in, which you naturally would do, worst case, you get a corner. He tries to shoot from the tightest of angles and it's just kind of like just when are you gonna get a grip like you've been what starting for what four years now four three four years he's been a starter for this team um and he just has not improved the way you would have wanted him to improve as a player man it's just I saw the picture of that I saw like someone screenshot it I, I, I was critical like the picture didn't do the clip when I saw the clip justice right. because people have a thing of like just putting the picture and the right. picture didn't look like he could square it but obviously after I'd seen the clip I was like oh this guy could square it one thing I just say yeah Carl Walker doesn't shoot there right like all the top right backs do not shoot there what the fuck is going on in Man United where we get into easy positions and we say, fuck it, let's go for glory. You're not even a striker. Why are you trying to... It's just, like, it, it's it, it, it's so confusing. You're not an attacker. Like, you're not you're not an attacker. Why are you... Tr- like, why don't you play percentages and try, like... It's just it's just stupidity. I, and that, just, that just goes to the culture. I'll tell you what's mad about that one there, yeah. Mm. It's even, like, the biggest drillers, like, I'm talking Son, Harry Kane, Harland, in that position, they're not shooting. Bro, so what are you trying to shoot. do then? Like, what are you trying to... Like, are you just shooting for the sake of shooting? Like, where's the full no, process? Nobody cares. It's just vibes, man. It's nobody cares. Nobody... No, that's about that, but that's a, that's it speaks a, to the culture. It speaks to the culture of the team. It speaks to the culture. I, I think, I think that one is a definite... Dal- that's a Dallas defense. In his iOS, mm-hmm. he's got a defense, yeah? Where bro shoots as soon as he gets in, like, J.R.R. Scott Smith, bro. Bro is just shooting, bro. And that's why I've never had him. Even when he had that nice run of form, I didn't care. I stood 10 toes down. I was never having a brother. Since he's ever played for United, he always makes... I'll be watching us and be like, okay, cool. Oh, Pogba's in a cutback. Or Rashford's at the edge of the box. Or Bruno's six-yard box. Man will shoot, bro. No matter. It doesn't matter if it's Jesus Christ, bro, or Steph Curry. Bro is shooting, fam. And I just can't deal with that. But what Seb did say is kind of a culture... Where man are just doing anything, and he's right because I think the first, it was not fun about it. Tassel game was a perfect example mm. of where, like, an extra pass and Marshall was in like two or three times, or Bruno's in a couple times, and man are just shooting. Man are literally just shooting. The worst thing is that a lot of these players can't even shoot anyway, so it's yeah. not even like you've got. Unless like, he was trying like, to grab his first goal, like I don't know, like what he was thinking when he came on in that Galatasaray game. Who? Pelestri. Oh, he he, he was a grab his first up. goal. For the team, like I, I really didn't understand it. it. Didn't feel quite, yeah, bizarre. So yeah, but we just and I also think like the subs that like, we we bought like we bought Oiland after fifty five minutes, and Oiland is not the reason why we lost the game, right? But what I don't understand from Ten Hag is you're trying stuff, but you've never tried. Okay, cool. We're struggling to score goals. Okay, I like what Marshall gives me in hold up, but he's not busy enough. I like Hoyland because he runs in behind and stuff, but. He hasn't got other aspects. Why don't you just play them two together and see what happens? 
Mm. Was Marshall's been playing better than Hoyland recently? Hoyland came on and did, did he squat? Yeah. In fact, the game got worse because Marshall was almost doing the midfield role that Bruno usually does, but Bruno's usually doing the role that an eight is meant to do. Yeah. Then, so, yeah, man, like, we are really, really, bruh. The last 20 minutes of that game was just so funny to me because we just didn't know what we were doing, bro. And if anything, even though we were losing, it looked like opposition were more likely to score. And they did. They scored another two. So yeah, I think I think that period after the goal was kind of like it actually I was surprised by how well we were playing, how like quickly we were moving the ball around, getting the ball up the pitch. And it was like, okay, we'll probably score soon. We'll go in one one at half time and we'll see what we'll do in the second half. But it's like this team can put together like periods of maybe five, ten minutes of looking like they actually know what they're trying to do as a team. But outside of that, it's very, very hard. It's very, very hard to watch because when you actually look at the, the players who are um, on the pitch now, even at the back, there should be enough players to be able to like decently, consistently get the ball up the pitch. Um, but sometimes they can do it, um, but the vast majority of times they, they actually they actually can't. Um, and then he, then he brings on um, Rashford for like, here, damn minutes. Um, like 10 minutes left, 3-0 down for Garnacho. Um, I, I don't know what to read of his use of Rashford at this moment in time. Obviously, he's trying to like a message about his performances, but you bring him on when the game's like gone. Uh, just yes, yeah, weird to me. It's very weird. I mean, I think what he also is doing is like bowing to media pressure in it. Like I think the, the when he did decide to drop Rashford, it was the poor performances, but the fact that the media had highlighted a bunch of things at the same time, so all the pundits or whatever. So with that, he couldn't just play him the next game. I, I literally knew he was going to get dropped. As soon as I saw all the pundits talking about Rashford not running back, right, and Martial not running back, I knew they both weren't going to play, right, the next game. The fact that Martial has just come back is more of an indictment on Hoyland. The fact that Garnacho is, is playing... It's just more so the fact that he scored goals um, and more so an indictment on ETH, man. I think ETH, poor man management. Um, I, I think people think that he he shows favouritism towards certain players, including, including Rashford. In my opinion, I think... Um, I just think he, he's just lost for ideas, man. I just think he's at the point where whoever's scoring goals, you can play. Like, it don't matter, bro. If, if Lindelof comes on and starts scattering uh, from the corner, boom, like, 1-0. If Lindelof scores two goals, you've got to play every game. Do you know what I'm trying to say? So, yeah, if Wan-Bissaka now makes two assists, he's got to play. Whoever is basically producing um, a, a goal and assist in that game is going to start the next game. There is no vibe. There's no, I, I, don't know what, I don't know what he's on, man. He's he's absolutely finished. I think he's actually yeah. it's it's caused him to go to the deepest depths using players who tactically make no sense whatsoever in the hopes that they'll grab a goal to justify their inclusion. Obviously, in that regard, I'm talking about Scott McTominay. He didn't grab one this uh, game, so it becomes even more glaring of the things that he doesn't bring to the team. Um, <clears throat> we at least won a game last week, so obviously we also played uh, Old Trafford against Pochettino. Sh- I'm gonna say tricky, but they're shit. Pochettino's shitty blues, um, 2-1 win uh, at home against Chelsea. That was on Discord as well, Disu. Altogether, a a different game, a different performance. Um, You obviously came in there looking for blood and hoping that with the quality of players Chelsea have, they'd be able to cause some sort of ruckus. That ended up not being the case. Um, Do you take any positives from that performance apart from Chelsea just being really bad? Um, No, no positives. Uh, Chelsea were diabolical, and even in that game, if Chelsea had an ounce of composure, they would have equalised on numerous occasions. As bad as Chelsea played, they were able to get in whenever they wanted. You, you, it only takes two, three passes to be able to get through in that midfield. You, you've got to keep the ball for a couple of seconds at the back, and eventually somebody will ego press or be out of shape, and boom, you're in. Do you know what I'm saying? And I think Amrabat was very good in, in both games. I thought it was good against um, Chelsea, and I thought it was good against um, Bournemouth. But he can't clone himself. He can't close every single space. You get what I'm saying? And we are playing in this kind of haphazard way. We've literally always played in this haphazard way. For in Outside of the LVG years, there's never been a time when I think our midfield has been secure, really. Like, it's always been some some form of helter-skelter. Actually, maybe a, a bit on the Mourinho in the 
2017-18 season. First half and Matic still had legs, but cheeky with a Matic ball, yeah, 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 cheeky with a Matic ball, but yeah, man, um, the Chelsea game there was there was no, we don't create that many chances in general, so I don't think that was something that was replicable, and Chelsea were literally that bad, and I've watched this team enough to know that this is not normal, so nah, it was just annoying that I felt that, oh, this is extending the inevitable, man, I need this guy out of here. I've fed Chelsea since uh, fucking Eden left, bro. If I'm being honest, like I, it's it's for me for years. He's been the only one carried um, them. Yeah, he carried them, especially against Man United, right? Like that was the only player ever fed, bro. That guy was just too crazy. So as soon as he left, I felt like most of our games against Chelsea. We were either better than them or they were equal. He was just the guy, the, the difference maker. Class, so yeah, I've never really, really fared fared Chelsea. Uh, and as I said, the last point, I thought that they'd play better than us, but I didn't know it'd be that much of a basketball game. If you let it be a basketball game with Man United and you don't finish your chances, right? Naturally, it's going to look like we're playing well, right? If you have any type of structure against against, uh, against Man United. We're gonna lose. It's simple as that. But mm. Chelsea just looked worse than us. It was it was quite crazy to see. But it was funny that fans saw that game. Man United fans saw that game and thought it was like a new vibe. Oh, it's the best we played. I'm like, this is not football that's going on. This is this is not real. Like that 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 motherfucker is not real. Like that you know, motherfucker like, what, is not real. No, nah, like it's whatever they thought that this was a new vibe. I'm like, this is just a fake one off game. Like this is you know, no, it's, like it's, this it's was actually similar to team, this was similar to uh, was it last? No, the season before the Ragnar season where we was whack and we played Chelsea and we beat them. I think it was like like I feel might have been uh, too sure. I can't remember who we played, but we just I just knew we was going to beat Chelsea and we were shit. I think it was yeah, no, actually no, sorry, it was it was Spurs. No, yeah, but it wasn't Spurs. But yeah, I just say that to say that yeah, man, Chelsea are shit. Um, and yeah, it it it. it, it, it us, us playing Chelsea and us winning is not us turning over a new league as we saw against Bournemouth. Uh, indicative of absolutely nothing. Um, great. So, obviously, after you beat Chelsea, lose at home to Bournemouth, you want a nice uh, home game against Bayern Munich coming off a 5-1 loss in the league. Harry Kane talking all about, you know what we're about. We'll show, we'll show what we're about. On Hallelujah. Amen. Hey, they are resting for me. <laughs> they are not resting a single soul. Everyone played. If so we played just... like how we played against Chelsea, yeah, against Devon, yeah, everybody is eating. Everybody, Sane, Kane. Everyone's coming out with a goal. People might even grab a couple goals on the bench, man. bro. They might even they have to bring back Mirosov closer, bro. Even he can he can tap a couple quick hat trick, bro. Everybody's one night eat. only. One night only. Cool. So one night only. They've spoken to Ted Hag about it, you know, and his his whole thing is like we have to stay in Europe. So obviously that's uh, clearly a nod towards the Europa League. We love that. We love that competition. Um, so the current He's state, a nice of, you know. He's trying, he's trying to stab hands. He is trying to leave with Sutton. <laughs> the current state of the group, Bayern are top uh, five games, 13 points. Copenhagen have five games, five points. Galatasaray, five games, five points. Manchester United, five games, four points. So we Yo, can three, three men have less than six points after five games. Bro, everybody should, everybody should just get bounced out, you know? Everybody, <laughs> apart from Bayern. Just let Bayer go through and just collect somebody else, like maybe like a raffle. Maybe like a raffle. Yeah. So Manchester United can go through if they beat Bayern Munich and Copenhagen and Galatasaray draw. And they'll go into the Europa League if they beat Bayern Munich and Copenhagen and Galatasaray, one of those two teams win. If we draw with Bayern Munich um, and one of them loses... Um, we might still go through on goal difference, actually. Um, so, Bro, yeah. We need to what, leave, it, man. We head need to, head to leave. Though? Is it head-to-head, yeah? I thought I it was think... goal different. It's Champions so if it's head-to-head, we drew with Galatasaray. No, we lost to Galatasaray and we drew with them. Copenhagen, we won one, we lost one. So then it goes to... Uh, with Copenhagen, it would go to goal difference and they're minus one at the minute while we're minus two. Look at what we're talking about, man. Look at... Look at... <laughs> 
Look at this scenario. Look at what we're talking about, bro. Look at fucking hell, bro. What the fuck? They're talking about head to head and goal difference with Copenhagen and Galatasaray. That's yeah, mad. This is insane. Bro, I, I don't. We've never discussed this before. This is this crazy. Is we've never discussed. It. We've now never discussed the decency before. to either get through or get knocked out or get bounced. Simple. What are we even doing? Like, you know what, what is crazy? I, it's, I don't know how we've not we've scored twelve goals, conceded fourteen in this group. So that's a massive fucking lean cuts. Fourteen goals is fucking crazy. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, Copenhagen, the game we didn't win against Copenhagen is, is basically the game where we lost it all, you know? Um, where we yeah, we went 2-0 up, then 2-2, then went 3-2 again, and then managed to lose 4-3. Bro, that you, man, that you in goal, man. Yeah, yeah. What's my name? Um, so between the three of us, by uh, ten o'clock tomorrow, will we still be in Europe? No. If please God, no. Uh, like I need to be out of Europe completely. Yeah. I, I, After you I, told I, me what Kane said, if two calls on, if it's two calls on his Tommy T thing, yeah, on his Tommy Egan thing, if he's on that Tommy Egan Diva time, if he's on Diva time. Yeah, with the demons, Sane and um, Musiala, and them. Kane tried to score at Atifa. Were you nuts? Bro, bro. Kane knows what, bro. That's why Kane's a real I, I, I need 9 0. I need 9 0. What's that? Is it, what's, what's that? What's that comedian, Rennie, when he's looking at the microwave and he's dancing <laughs> to, to, to the better boy? Bro, that's okay, bro. When, when Musiala is cutting through that midfield, yeah. Mm. It's, yeah, a, it's, it's a scary sight. Ten, ten, ten Hag, allow Kobe, bro. Put Kobe on the bench, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Kobe ain't been getting much game time in the last couple of games. And then we get to finish up the week with a away trip to Anfield. To Anfield, fuck, you know. Hey! Oh, this is going to be a good week for me, Steve. They're, they're, they're licking their lips, bro. I know. <laughs> bro, bro, chill, bro. They're going to hey, get some. Everyone's going to get some. He's out of seven. Yeah. Liverpool clock. What have you got for me on, on this time? What have you got? Everybody, everybody, salam brother, salam brother. Everybody's gonna get some. It's gonna be nice. It can't be seven again because seven nah, is gonna be seven. But uh, uh, didn't we hold on in a seven nil? What was the score at half time again? One nil. One nil. Should I tell you what's so mad about that game? Yeah, we were actually the better team and then and they scored. I said, okay, cool. Do you know what? Because we didn't score. Same way, we could still go back to the game. What Luke Shaw? Luke Shaw. What Luke Shaw? How he still has a career at Man United after that game is insane. This is what I'm saying. You'll never. The coach is rotten, bro. It's bro. It's it's pure evil. Whatever. Too much, bro. That is the that's one of the worst performances I've ever seen from a defender, like ever in my whole entire life. And the yeah, thing about him is, once he decides he don't want to be out there, it's over, man. It's over. It's over. It's over. It's over. Once he packs it's up, over, it's man. over. It's all over. What at least it's all it's, it's over, man. I don't know. I think minimum three goals being conceded against Liverpool. Yeah. Min- minimum three. This could be the week that does it. You know. This could Hopefully, be the week man. that does it. Like obviously, I've been saying that. I think he'll just about keep. He'll just about keep results, but. An embarrassing crash out of Europe completely, then an embarrassing mm-hmm. loss in the league off the back of a 3 0 loss at home to Bournemouth. That's yeah, the has to go. Home His job's untenable. <laughs> well, that's the sixth game, uh, no pun intended. Yeah, yeah, untenable. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's, the sixth, that's the sixth game this season. We've conceded three goals at home. I can't believe this. I mm. cannot believe this, man. Yeah, if, if Liverpool aren't putting four past us, then something, um, something ain't um, right, man. If it ain't white, it ain't right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we all... Uh, 
Yeah, it's gonna be. You're happy as even though I don't want him in. I hate seeing us get battered, man. It's not. It's not pleasant. It's not pleasant viewing. I don't give a shit, cause I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't like none of these youths either. So them getting crushed on and them looking all sad makes me happy. So I'm not gonna lie to you, fam. What's this pussy or play Rashford as well? Like, is bro, play him as well? bro, they're saying Rashford and Martial had an illness. Yes, boys. Yeah, please more time. illnesses, man. We need that COVID. Time, <laughs> just a young COVID for one week, bro. Yeah, man, I'm ch- chilling with Sancho, man. Sancho, bro. They're, they're playing PS5, bro. Maggie and PS5, bro. No clubs. They ain't got time for this shit, bro. I'm back in two weeks, my man. Hey, hey, hey Rashi, you're lying. My man's gone, man. I know Lingard's in the mix as well, cuz. <laughs> Yeah, shall we the balloons? That's what, what they I don't think I was like, what? Can I can I roll training you, man? Lingard might be into Chef's at a cup at this club, you know. Lingard's got the balloons and 1942, cuz. <laughs> I don't want none of my boys near this next two games, bro. Yeah, Hoyland, who are your boys at this at this stage? Uh, Erling, I want to see Hoyland, Ganacho, and Anthony over the next two games. You might, you might play, bro. I just want to see them man over the next. I've heard hella bro. talk. I heard hella talk. Yeah. Fam, Bruno Fernandez, genius. He got books against Bournemouth for no reason. He's he's sick in the head. He's sick in the head. That's hey, he he's sick in the head. Like he he knew what he's doing. So moving devious. Listen, man. He's like Fabi. Genius. He's not going to be participating in no bloodbaths against our biggest rival. So, Master, Master, my captain as well, you know. Master, hey, you, you, you might be all right, right? So, you, you might hold, so you're tough, right? A man bounce, bro. He's I know, sick. I, I know Bruno's chatting shit to the ref, and the ref said, Listen, I'll book you. And Bruno still kept, kept on going. Shit. <laughs> of course, of course. He's out. Mount is out. How the hell are we even going to line up? In oh, shit, Bruno's out. Yeah. Don't we just digest something? Oh, this is wonderful. Yeah. Bruno's out. Mount is out. If our XG is above 0.15, I'll be flipping shocked, fam. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's the only real creative force in the team for everything else. Oh, we've got Nacho, is it? Yeah, Ganacho. Um, give this you captain. Yeah. Now, nah, Maguire's going to wear the armband. He's back in the mixer. Did, no, you, guys, did you guys see the Rondos? <laughs> I'm not, I'm not opening that video. I'm not opening that video. I don't want to get triggered, fam. I don't watch that shit, man. Second pass. Someone kicks it like shoulder height. <laughs> Regular. Yeah, I tell you what's so funny, yeah? True. Every time I see Rondo from other clubs, yeah. It's crazy. Is, the ball is whizzing. Sharp. Sharp. Here, PSG, Madrid, City, Barca, ball. Ping, 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 ping. Our one, look at the man them in Hyde Park, cuz the man just calling in Hyde Park. One person's got on Giuseppe's, one person's got on slides, one mm. person's barefoot. The balls are doing rundles with baggy jeans, bro. It's just so <laughs> shit. Varan looked like jeans. hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> like it's 350 bags a week worth this, really, bro. If you, you think, if you think the amount of man yeah, that out the fold, yeah. Um, Sanch and Varane, that's 700 whack a week, Rui boy. Right. That's that's two that's 2.8 million a month. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm that's, yeah, yeah. And, that, and that, that is quality. Okay, Sancho hasn't been that great, but that is still competent footballers. I think Varane's been actually pretty good, to be fair. Yeah. And and your boy. Anyway, you don't have, we don't have enough quality. Why is why is why is why is there one Basaka playing no more? He played against um did he play against Chelsea? Also, he just rotated uh, that. I think so. I just think Wambasaka wasn't particularly good in that Chelsea game either, man. He's better than Dallow, man. Dallow stinks because. Nah, he didn't play against Chelsea actually. Didn't even come off the bench. Okay, there you go. Hmm. I don't know what he's. Tra- I don't know what he's cooking up anymore, bro. To be honest, man, with you, chef or anything, you know. Yeah, he, I really ain't got a clue. Um, onto some man's putting chocolate on on rice because he just do anything because he doesn't even give a shit. <laughs> onto some sad news. Uh, well, depends who you are. Seb probably be pretty chirpy about this. Um, it says this is an own steam bomber earlier this uh, uh day. Manchester United do not intend to activate option to extend Anthony Martial contract. Current deal expires twenty twenty four in brackets plus a year. 
barring change of plan, 28, fucking hell, 28-year-old will exit as free agent next summer unless suitable offers arrive in January. Q, Manchester United fans, waxing lyrical about his debut, waxing lyrical about the season where Mourinho brought in Alexis Sanchez in <clears throat> January, waxing lyrical about Oli Gunnar Solskjaer making him play through injury and therefore the shell of an athlete that we see today. Um, I want to end on more positives, so I'll start with you, Sebi. Um, Anthony Marshall <laughs> looks like he won't be here this time next season. Um, talk about his, his time here. Try not to mention Marcus Rashford when you when you do. No, no, no. I, I respect my man. He done his thing. No, no. Marshall... Marshall was a good youth, man. He's a good youth from a good home. And I think, do you know what it is? He's just a, a victim of every of what's happened to every talented player uh, at Manchester United. Ultimately, is um, a bunch of regime changes, a bunch of poor squad planning, and ultimately, uh, like the weight of uh, entire organisation, a historic organisation has been placed you know, partially on his shoulders amongst other players, right? Especially in periods of times where, you know, it just was impossible. There's never been a period of time since Martial joined the club to right now where we had a good manager and 11 good players, right? It's just not existed. So ultimately, it's always been an uphill battle. And when we've had an opportunity to to either strengthen the squad when we've built a base or whatever, the squad's gone in reverse. So I think really he's wasting his career at Man United. I think he had, if he had gone anywhere else, um, he would do, you know, he would have, you know, probably, he would have 100% been in the, the French squad, would have had World Cups, would have had Euros, and probably would have been looked at different and in a different light. I also do say that to say that, um, um, when I look at like his whole career at Man United, um, through his fault and through the club's fault or whatever, it would be like a six out of ten. Um, and yeah, like it'd be I can't really revise history because it's just unfortunate. But yeah, man, I think six out of ten should have been way better. Should have left Man United. People love the money at Man United too much, so they sign contracts they shouldn't sign. Um, and they don't think about their career. They think about the short-term money game, similar to what's just happened with Marcus Rashford, as you said, I should not mention him. But yeah, similar to what's just happened with Marcus Rashford, what will probably happen if Garnacho kicks on or whatever. We, we're, we're, the same, we're the same in five years. The 250,000 uh, that Garnacho will get per week, he won't get elsewhere. He'll sign. His career will go down the pan. It'll just happen to every single talented player, man. So yeah, really, really sad for him. Um and yeah, he, he definitely should have been a better place. But I also think there was periods of time, periods of time uh, where he just wasn't with it. And whether that's mentally because of what managers had done to him, I just felt like those periods of time for me are like unforgivable when he was totally fit. Um, but it just is what it is. Yeah. Oh, that was great, actually. Thank you. Very mm. eloquent and very fair from yourself, Sebi. I'm guessing you're in a good mood today. Um, this is there any is there anything to add? Do you know what I was thinking about him? And I was actually in my mind I was comparing him to funny enough someone like Gabby Jesus, who like a fan base like from the outside looking in, it's kind of like he's just not good enough, guys. He doesn't put up enough numbers. He doesn't do enough to help the team win while being a really good player. And the conversations we have around Gabby Jesus take me back to like the conversation we used to have with opposition fans about Martial. Oh, he doesn't score enough. He's not good. And we're like, no, he's actually... I think it's different, though. Uh, I, I, let, me, let me finish. I'll run and hear your thoughts as well, because you've kind of been... A, you went to the crux of both conversations, Dissu. Um, so, when now, when people talk about... When people spoke about Martial, be like, he didn't score enough goals. He wasn't good enough. He doesn't do enough, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and for me, I'm just like you, Seb. It's more a case where I think if he'd gone to any other club... He would have been a French international. That season, Alexis Sanchez came in. He was playing for France. So he would have won a World Cup that summer. Um, and that that slide indoors moment for him when Jose Mourinho was just like, yeah, I'm going to sign this washed guy because I don't really rate you. Um, has co completely changed the trajectory then. But then he had the second kind of rebirth around lockdown. 
um, where he had that season where he scored 20 or comps. I was like, okay, cool. Now he's going to really push on, become a like consistent 20 goal a season scorer. And then he got injured. Um, and he just hasn't been the same ever since, to be honest. Went to Sevilla, nothing happened at Sevilla. It'll be interesting to see what he does post-Man United. But yeah, this week, like I was saying, obviously you've been uh, at, at the crux of both conversations. The best part of a decade at this point. Um, well, there are the differences between the two players, the conversations, and what's been your experience of, of Martial? Um, one, I think Martial is actually more gifted than Gabriel Jesus because I think they're both excellent technicians. I think Martial's probably got better close control. Gabriel Jesus has got better like tricks. Martial, when he first came 19, he was lightning fast. Like, Jesus is fast, but he's, he wasn't Martial fast. The first time I saw Martial play football, he was leaving Bellerin. Like, he, will, he was that fast. And Martial was a terrific finisher 1v1. That's something that Gabriel Jesus kind of, would never, ever be able to say in his life. He's releasing articles about how he's scared of scoring goals and shit like that. So I think, and also his numbers in re, in regards to how often he actually played were actually good numbers. Because before, people like, one in three for Wideman, that's good numbers. He was putting up one in three, but the difference is he wasn't playing enough um, for various reasons. So first season he comes, he's murdering people on the left wing. He's got like 17 goals, all comps, young run out team, cool. Jose comes in, doesn't really play him too tough, prefers playing Rashford, making Rashford literally chase down fullbacks non-stop. Season after, him and Rashford are basically sharing the left wing role. And they're both cooking. I can't remember Rashford's stats, but I remember that Martial had like 11 goals, like eight assists. They were both, both players on the left were cooking. Then he brings Alexis Sanchez. Then he starts fighting the whole team. And then basically Martial and Rashford basically get ostracized for the rest of the season. And then they're pretty much out of favour with Jose. And, it, and the funny thing is the next season, the start of the season, Martial kept Jose in the job. Remember the two goals against Chelsea, goal against Newcastle. Come on, where else? Chelsea scored a goal, and then I think he gets injured in that season as well. As we're going towards um, Oliver, the next year Oliver balls out, brilliant. Then he gets injured, and then that was it. Murder she wrote. So the, my annoying thing about I think Martial's thing was I was just like, if the manager just picks him and plays Martial forty-five games a season, he's going to score twenty goals. Even though I think his movement could have improved, I like I remember Seb and Lee were talking about his hunger. I agree with that, but he's so good at he's scoring goals off the strength of being good at football. Like he's gonna get a chance eventually. When he gets a chance, he tucks. Like when he goes one v one, everybody has no worries. He's gonna finish. He's gonna finish. Even the goal he scored the other day, like everybody knew since he went through and goal, you didn't, didn't blink. So it's actually very very unfortunate. And I think you and Seb described it perfectly. Like literally anywhere else, that's a top top talent. Because we look what we're paying. We paid 80 million for Hilland. He does not look a tenth of what Marshall looked like at any point in the first two, three years. Nor Rashford. But obviously Rashford, that was an academy talent. So right. yeah, it's very disappointing. And the reason why it's super disappointing is because you you need these type of transfers to hit because they change the trajectory of your club. Right. Like if you have a superstar S type of attacker, it changes your directory. Even if you're falling off a couple of seasons, Right. You've still got that guy who's going to keep you in the top four yeah. while you rebuild. So, unfortunately, we had three and we fumbled two. And there's one more left just to fumble. So, yeah, man. This it's club depressing. is crazy. This club is crazy, man. Depressing, this my club bro. is absolutely crazy. Like, we have signed... We have, like, like you say, when you look at the team lineup nowadays, you say, what the hell did we spend 400 million on? But we have signed talented players in these last five to ten years. And they still haven't worked either, you know. Say what you want, even about a player like Lukaku, you should be good for 15 to 20 goals a season, you mm-hmm. know. Um, say what you want to say about um, Jaden Sancho, he should be good for 5 to 10 goals, 5 to 10 assists a season, you know. Creativity, ability to play well in between the lines and tight spaces. Only here, only here does everybody look abject, absolutely abject. And like you said, yeah, 2020, it looked like, the attack was set, you know, and it was about putting the pieces behind those players in. And then 2023, you got Anthony, we got Hoyland, we got Rashford, we got Garnacho, you know. Amar Diallo's back in training. Let's put the hopes of the universe on his shoulders. <laughs> so funny, something we need to be at least decent. We need. I don't to- want to hear nothing about that, you bro. <laughs> I don't want to hear nothing, bro. <laughs> Real talk. I want to hear nothing about that, you, bro. Until I see him play 10 games. What's he done to you? 
Nah, see us see him play ten games. I ain't doing all that with this man with these Man United players anymore, man. Bro. Yeah, because I think that somebody said it in the Muga chat and it's like the best thing for any player's reputation is not to play, bro. Playing when you're not playing, no. you're the answer to whatever. Right. Oh, it's, if only we had. If only we had. Then so and so comes back in, and you're losing the same way. They're losing the same way. So. He joined training last week. I think got natural posted something early on IG. The YGs uh, won the, the the training game. Him, Hoyland, Ahmad, Hannibal, um, and I think like they're not going to get a fair play with Ten Hag at all at this point. Ten Hag is just like you said, said like whoever can get some goals and help him just win that game is going to play over like building and growing a sustainable team because he's fighting for his life. He's fighting mm-hmm. for his life. We banned journalists from the. Uh, what do you guys think about that banning journalists from the media room that we did no, last? No, that's good. No, I, I yeah. fuck with that. That's good because you just can't you you can't be afforded the luxury to just write anything you want, bro. Like I think you have to have some type of integrity, mm. right? And then also f- from what I've read is, uh, and actually this is what happens anyway is when a piece is coming out, especially something that's quite personal or it's not an opinionated piece and it's quoting sources. Usually, you give the club. Uh, a chance to kind of comment right before the piece goes out but it looked like there was a period of time that United just in a short period of time piece off the piece where they're just getting blindsided right so Mm -hmm. if that's happening and you're not affording us the luxury to at least comment you know that that kind of unwritten rule is just being ignored then yeah like we maybe have to take action let's let's but and then also what you also have to think about is like regardless of what people think man the morale of the squad bro like you are affecting my squad regardless of what you think if it's just words or whatever you're affecting personal my squad which has a direct correlation to how we're playing on the field yeah i'm shit and yeah i'm affecting my squad yeah my players are shit but on top of me (laughs) and my players being shit you can't come here and then smash the little piece of mentality that we have bro with your fucking but they're not Fake lying, too. though. They ain't lying. They're not, they're not lying, but I don't want to hear it, bro. Outside, out of mind. Bro, outside, out of fucking mind, bro. I don't want to hear that shit, bro. I don't want to hear that shit, man. So, yeah, man, I think I think discipline needs to, to come into play. And ultimately, these guys need to just respect themselves and respect their profession as, as journalists. Yeah, I'm sure. Because, obviously, the, the first media session, I think it was, was for the one before the Chelsea game, and then we won, and it was like, see, the journalists, man, they bring the energy down around this club. Let's go. And then we lost to Bournemouth. Yeah, come on, man. <laughs> we just need excuses, really. <sighs> Gosh, all right, lads, man. Uh, let's finish up with some listeners' questions. Um, quite a few today. Uh, let's start with Jermaine. Will Ten Hag get the shelf after Sunday? Because Bayern are coming with a full squad and Liverpool on Sunday will be a humiliation with the amount of chances we concede every game. Um, I think we kind of discussed this earlier in the pod. If there was a week from hell for the man, it's it's this week. Um, we're going to be out of Europe by 10 o'clock tomorrow, and then we have to go to Anfield, and we know what happens when Klopp smells blood. So I think if he's able to get out of this week with less than a, a five goal uh, minus in the goal difference charts, he's done well, to be honest with you. Um, we're minus three goal difference in the league at this moment in put in time. Sixteen games, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, I'm not sure if anybody, if you have anything to add, but I think he'll be on he'll be on very thin ice uh, this time next week. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and we got West Ham away, uh, and then we have got Villa at home. We're at home. West Ham might cook something devious for us as well. Villa, Villa definitely cooking something devious. One billion percent. Yeah. <laughs> That press, you don't want none of them problems, man. Uh, and they won't have Europe. Um, Slim Popper underscore pause. Um, how managers can actually do a good job at coaching and recruitment in the modern game? Um, so that's the question. How can managers actually do a good job at coaching and recruitment in the modern game? The recruitment should be the focus on somebody else. Yes. Take your ego out of play. Take your ego out of play and understand that um, the game's moved on. The authoritarian nature of managers of yesteryear doesn't really exist where you just control everything from top to bottom, right? Let the specialists do their job and you do your job. Your job is to coach, pick the right tactics and pick the right players. 
um, as you even like Fergie in his later years, mate, like he didn't do any coaching. He brought in specialists and he knew what he was great at. He was a great man manager towards his later years. Recruitment, I'm sure he definitely had um, uh, an opinion on that, but also I'm sure he had trusted people he worked with. So I think, you know, managers just need to, especially in this modern day, have um, people above them who can pick the right players and then come to a conclusion on who to buy together versus the manager saying, we need to buy this, 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 that player. Because as we've seen with Ten Hag, you know, yeah, his ID for players is shit. Yeah, I agree. I think um, Ten Hag is what, like, one to ten at this point. is pretty much all been... Pretty much all been misses. Um, and this pussy I said the other day, our squad's not good enough. Blood, that's something you need to pick your up, bro. Squad. That's your squad. That's your squad, brother. <laughs> yeah, it's your squad, bro. You picked... You've got a number one goalkeeper. You've got rid of Ronaldo, wrongly or rightly. I don't care. You fell out with Varane. You fell out with Casemiro. You've fucking... You bought Malaysia. You bought in Mason Mount. You bought Amrabat. You brought in Workhorse. You brought in fucking Hoyland. You've tomorrow Garnacho, you brought in Anthony for God knows how many millions or whatever. Bro, there's you've done a bunch of shit. Like you've done a bunch of shit, man. So to say that the squad is not good enough, ultimately it's saying, Oh shit, guys, I got it wrong. Um yeah. <laughs> yeah. Much. Like it's 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 crazy. It's crazy. Like it, if half of those players had been good and they were like top four Champions League quality. We'd be in a completely different position. We'd be in a completely different position. Even two, three more of them, two or three more, they're all just like catastrophic nose. Obviously, Hoyland time will tell. He looks like he has some something, but he's a, he's a way off. Anthony mm -hmm. is a straight up no. Mason Mount is a straight up no. Malaysia's injured, doesn't look good. Uh, Casemiro, Cooks. Um, I'm trying to think, am I forgetting anybody else? Um yeah, those are the those have been the main those have been the main ones, right? Um he's fallen out with the ones who are players who are actually talented. So there's a lack of talent in the team, and then his decision making in terms of how he tries to set up the team and go about winning games is bizarre too. So um take the recruitment off him because then at least he'd have a talented bunch. Like people comparing him and Poch, like, oh, who do you think would do better if they switch around? It's like Poch actually has talented footballers to work with. You know, mm -hmm. he's had some injuries, but he actually has talented footballers to work with. Like, you ask the manager to get these guys ticking, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough work, man. But mm -hmm. Tenhal's still not helping himself in that regard. Um, and then his second question is, once again, how are we feeling about that Hoyland fee? That's <laughs> where he asked this last week. <laughs> I don't tell them, man. I don't tell them, bro. So we're yeah, not talking. It. Oh my goodness, they got bugging, bro. All the excuses that people are making for it, making up for him, bro. I just said, bro's just not ready, man. We're just playing, we're playing a kid, um, and we're starting a kid. Like, you replace Hoyland with, um, what's his fucking name, Hugo from the academy, um, or Charlie McNeil from the academy, and there's no difference. I'm not even like bannering, bro. I think. Like, and if anything, Charlie McNeil is more of a natural striker, in my opinion, than than Hoyland. He's got, like, natural movement, which is, like, way better. Um, however, like, Hoyland's just playing on physicality, and now he was bought for a crazy amount of money. And I'm sure academy players are probably looking at him thinking, this guy's, like, whack, bro. This like, like literally, all, all he has over the academy players is his physical ability. Right, um, and he's still, in my opinion, an academy player that just needs to go through that development stage, which he's skipped out, right? Because we didn't buy in a senior striker, we didn't give him time to kind of bed and learn the game. Mm -hmm. What we're seeing is we're seeing Bambi on ice, right, in full HD in in Haram. When really and truly, he, this guy is a Man United under twenty ones player making a couple of appearances, and then he breaks in next season. Whatever, so yeah, bro. That's what we're looking at. All in for that. Crazy, crazy. So I don't know him, him and um, coffee. I, but I, I don't know why those were both the options, bro. Clarity I don't know. All in for that, you know. Hazard was there, bro. Hazard came. Still, just dropped a hundred on Hazard, bro, and just said, "Fuck it, call it a day." 
Mm, yeah. Because, I mean, you're looking at the way this season's playing out and, like, yeah, <laughs> we're not even a mile. As bad as we are, we are, we ain't even a mile. We haven't been that far off, man. Some of these home losses turn to draws and wins. And, yeah, anyway, you said it before. Anyway, it is what it is. Um, ZS underscore London, shout him out, sends in questions every week. Um, first one, since it's officially no longer 9 a.m., or at least in the summer it will no longer be 9 a.m., what time is it? It's time to wake up and smell the coffee, my brother. It's over. <laughs> <laughs> it's over. This club as an institution is over, my brother. <laughs> when is Sir Jim coming in? Because I'm sick of these. Oh, he's coming in next week. He's coming in next week. He's coming in next week. What's happening with that? Bro, I don't know, man. Uh, like, we, nobody knows. Everyone's just trying to get clicks for their for their publication. Nobody actually knows, bro. So it's insane. Um, yeah. Next question: Is there any season post Fergie where if we had a top summer, we would have realistically challenged for the league? Jose's second season, second or third. Se- Jose's second season. Oli's second season. Oli's second season. Ten Hag this season. Like those three seasons are the seasons. Yeah. And have we regressed so much as how have we regressed so much as an attacking side under Eric Ten Hag? Bad coach, bad players. Simple as that, love. We had bad, also- bad coach and bad players last season. What do you think's changed? We were bad at attacking team last year. The only difference is that Mar- um Rashford played Rashford played out of his mind, and Rashford ain't playing out of his mind, so therefore we are where we are. Mm. What were you gonna say, Seb? Yeah, no, that's it. Look, Rashford literally saved us. Like, it's just that's it. Like last season, um, and uh, yeah, Lynn Sanity run, yeah, yeah, and where 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 we are currently at is a reflection of where we should have been, um, last season, uh, but also, yeah. um, for Ten Hag to not even clock that is 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 worrying. It's like worrying. everything. You know what? Only really. Deep it, that's so true. This we like everything about last season, the amount of chances he got, how he was converting, how we were playing. It wasn't sustainable, it wasn't sustainable at all. Um, so to think that you'd address that by bringing in a project striker, continuing with Anthony, mind you, um, and then spending the bulk of our transfer fee on Mason Mount, um, was absolutely insane, absolutely. Bloody that's, that's what I'm saying. Like that, like Mason Mount wasn't a player. Like in the summer when it was linked to, but I just thought, you know what, Ten Hag. I just want to back the manager. It maybe what you're, what he's looking to do is something I ain't seen before. You know what I'm trying to say, like uh, that's why I wasn't fit looking at this Mason Mount signing. Like the stuff that I'd seen prior, I know you're not coming to do that. Like because obviously we can see, everybody can see what Mason Mount is good and bad at. So I know you're not coming to play Mason Mount in the same position as how he's been playing at Chelsea. Maybe I thought, yeah, like, you was going to do some next inverted next thing or whatever. But for him to come and play Mason Mount, you know, where he's always been playing and not um, just basically leave him... Basically, Mason Mount was supposed to be the whole midfield and transform the whole midfield by himself. I looked at that and just said, yeah, this guy is fucking crazy, bro. Like, this guy is crazy. Like, yeah. yeah. So that's why we've regressed. We... Had a, a attack that was, and it wasn't even it wasn't good. We weren't that potent last year. I think we scored like fifty eight goals in the league last season. Um, so not even two goals a game. All right, cool. Um, Count Dracula again, a long term listener. What's the most embarrassing home defeat you've witnessed since Fergie left? Five nil by um, by Liverpool. The sixth one was nuts by um, the Spurs. Spurs one, but. There was like 10 men, just for like a wacky game. Like the 5 0 was like a real bloom, boom, blam. What a miss. The boom, blam. They just smoked us, cuz. Yeah, so I think that's the most embarrassing one. That's when Pogba got sent off, right? Yeah. What, 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 batter, did, what did City give us? Like, they gave us a home, they gave us a home battering once, didn't they? Yeah, they gave given us a couple three nils. Okay. Well, I suppose the 6 3 was at home as well, wasn't it? Or was that at theirs? Yeah. Yeah, but that six three wasn't That's like correct. we scored like two. We scored two goals at the death. Yeah, Martial, 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 yeah, yeah. Um, the Liverpool one definitely the worst man. Like I don't know what it is about those games specifically where the team just you literally watch them just down tools 
and crumble like live in action. Like players aren't like the goals that you start conceding are like silly. Like we're walking, they're running, defenders are like sticking out a leg lazily, not trying to tackle. People are just hoofing it back to the so yeah, Liverpool, the Liverpool one, definitely the worst. Um David Stern, 30629. Rashford is on course for a second diabolical season in three years. What he did for us last season was undeniable. He was terrific. However, both this year and that Ragnick season, he's had no injury excuse. Being 26 and on big money, is it finally time to cash in? Well, he did have an injury for the Ragnick season. Did come back from injury for the Ragnick season. But why are we saying two seasons in three years when he's three years longer than that? But I think overall, the, co- the course of, let's say, his pro season, I think he's one and three. Which is fair enough for a, a, a winger, and that's not even taken in uh, per ninety or like, you know, it's just games. I think he's one in three goals and assists. I think he's just a bit above that or whatever. And I think that's just like from a a, a very good winger. Um, I think that's great, right? But also, what we have to understand is what I've actually started to realize with the Rashford thing is. People's hopes and dreams are invested in Rashford. Like the team, like the hopes and dreams of the team is invested in one player. So the fact that this one player can't continue to bow you out, I think it like hurts people so much, right? Like that, like personally, they take it so personally that this guy can't continue to bow you out. I've I've never seen like, oh, should we sell this shoe? Should we sell this shoe? Should we sell this shoe? Like, why do you want to sell the youth that's like overperformed? out of everybody in the whole squad. Like, if you... He is the best performer. He's the best performer currently left in the squad. He's the only player that could probably move elsewhere and start in most... Yeah, in in most teams. But Man United players want to... Man United fans want to sell him. But also, when we look at the whole team, the whole team is playing shit. So even if we look at the three years, Ragnick, Absolutely terrible time. Cool. Scored four goals all season or whatever. I don't know where where our next goal scorer was there. I don't know who was the best performer there. Last season, he brought he brought us back into Champions League. He done his thing. This season, we're back poor again. Bruv, like when is when are we gonna start talking about this guy's actually the only player that's done anything over the last five, six years? But if you want to cash in, I'd be happy to cash in as well. If you want to be happy, like that's fine. Like, uh, you know, uh, it'd be great for his career. I want actually, like, I want the talented young Man United players to be sold. Yeah, I that would be great. Just anything to add there around Rashford mm-hmm. potentially being sold? I, I would love it. Get that, get a hell, of, get a hell out of here because Please. a lot of players can do the exactly same thing in a team that wins and people. Give their performance an extra twenty percent VAT. So go be somewhere where you where you win. The spotlight isn't on you because you're the only decent player. And go win. And then we see how people in the continent talk about Rashford. We see how rival coaches talk about Rashford. We see how opposing players, teammates talk about Rashford. And we also we also have seen his production whilst being in that terrible team for the overall majority of his career. Matches. Yeah, I'll, I'll love. Let's see how easy it is to go replace a Rashford because we've signed a bunch of good attackers in the last ten years, haven't we? The best attacker yeah. we signed is the one that they want to get rid of, and that's Marshall. Who's been a better attacker than Marshall? Maybe you could say Zlatan because he came on a free and left. But he's Probably the only Zlatan, yeah, that's it. Marshall's the only good attacker we've actually bought, out, sent money for and received. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like Sancho's, right. Sancho's been air, Hoyland's air so far. Um, we've had flipping Cavani, air, Ronaldo, air, Igalo. <laughs> Fucking. <Right. laughs> Anthony, Sancho, Lukaku, Lukaku, Alexis Sanchez, Pelestri. What have we, what have we done with attackers? What I'd love to do is is an, I'd love to see like uh, like I wish we could do like a quick response like what what winger would you buy because last season what, actually <laughs> yeah, bro last se- not even last season the season where Rashford the regular season uh, actually last last season. They were hyping Leal, bro. They were hyping this you, bro. All now, this guy just doing anything right now. Fell out with apparently the, the coach and 
whatever, whatever. The other you, the left wing you, the one from uh, was it Georgia or whatever, whether he's from Cravadida or whatever his name is. Oh, yeah. Cavra, Cavra, from Napoli, yeah. Apparently, bros only scored two this year or something, like, or two in the last like six months or something like that, bro. Like, so what, like, but the thing is, because we don't watch these players, we just see their highlight role, we might see an international game, like, oh, we need to buy this you, we need to buy that you, or whatever. These youths will be doing worse than Rashford if they come to OT. OT, OT, there's never much love when you go OT. Yeah, I can't disagree, brother. Um, I just, yeah, the club just stinks, man. Like, it just stinks from... Top to bottom, the players, the managers, the operations, the owners, it stinks. And for 10 years, they've been able to benefit off the historical success of the Sir Alex Ferguson era. And basically, the cash has run out. It's like a it's like a family, like it's like the heirs who took over Gucci after the first generation, right? <laughs> Don't know what to do with it. Um, and normally what happens is you run the company into the ground. And then you sell it to somebody else, you know, um, and they carry on and they bring it back. They restore it to its former glory. But the glo- uh, the Glazers don't want to give it up. They don't. They said that there's still more money to be made here. There's still more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's still yes. more spending to be done. Wow. Your stadium's falling apart. That ain't enough. We've invested the playing squad. It looks like shit. Your manager ain't got a clue. No, no, no. The guys who are in operations ain't got a clue. Nah, but there's still more money to be made. Still, well, we ain't giving it up. No fucking way, man. So, guys, nothing's going to change anytime soon, I don't think. Um, I think the club, the institution, is the biggest issue in all these things. And, yeah, it doesn't matter how good the players that we sign are. doesn't matter how competent the managers that we sign are. Um, until these things change, we're just going to keep having these conversations. You have that odd season of, like, positivity where everything comes together, players stay fit. They're in really good form. Rivals are not playing particularly well. And there'll be another false dawn. Seb will come in and say, we need three midfielders this summer. Then he'll say, we need two midfielders. Then we'll get to the day before the transfer window closes. He says, we just need one midfielder. We'll get none. And then we'll do this all over again. So um, you just have to learn to emotionally detach and enjoy your life, guys. Enjoy, enjoy your, your life, man. You know, this is when I had a kid, you know, look at him. He's happy now. Seb's got a business. <laughs> I got my biscuit. So listen, everyone's everyone's happy. Everyone's happy, man. So listen, Manchester United is is a is a fucking shit show that it's not gonna stop anytime soon. Ah oh, my god, you're getting battered at home by Bournemouth. Jesus, Blau. Jesus Christ! <laughs> if it wasn't for the fact that Chelsea are so shit, we shouldn't have beat them. Then we would have lost to Bournemouth. Then lost to Bayern, then lost to Liverpool, and this guy would have been out. And people ask, like, oh, who would you bring in? I don't even care. He doesn't Just know what him he's out. doing anymore. He don't know what he's doing anymore. So he can go, man. It's keeping him around for the sake of who you're gonna bring in next. That ain't my job. I'm just watching a manager who doesn't have a clue. He's ostracized some of the more talented players in the squad. So what do we have left? Nothing. You're trying to get shit cracking with Alejandro Garnacho and Scott. <sighs> Good fucking luck, mate. Um, yeah, that's the end of the listeners' questions. Got anything else to add, gentlemen? Nah, man. Uh, just say, if, um, listeners, fans of Man United, protect your heart, man. Protect, <laughs> protect, protect your heart and your soul, man. Like, real talk, man. This team, team's going to cook you, bro. We're going to go into work all anger and shit, bro. Just protect your heart, Why do you think Sam's so hello? Listen, you know bro, what? Bro, come on, I'm man. Go out to say. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> A startup, bro. I had to become a startup, bro. I'm like, nah, man, I can't. I can't That's so funny, yeah. When I talk about anything. like other stuff in football, they'll be like, oh, your kitchen's burning down, your kitchen's burning down. I was like, bro, bro, I, I just bought an LV bag. I'm living good, bro. I just went Santorini. Santorini. about Bournemouth, bro. Yeah. Funny, funny thing before we were, bro, when I was in IB for yeah, September, yeah. Obviously, I saw um saw one guy shout out to him. Yes, proper cool. He came up to me to laugh to me about I did he you look lost at Brighton. I was like, bro, I don't give a shit. I'm a VIP because you're a general pop man. You know, bro, my pop's pop bottles out here, B. I'm talking about Eric Eric Ten Hog and his tricky reds. I don't give a monkey. 
I'm not beef, bro. I'm in my beef. I'm going to love you tonight. Man talking to me about PH. People need to stop doing that to me, blood. Like people come up to me and tell ah uh, ten hugs, bruv, Who was was the other day, bro? I don't even know. You said it the other day. Who was telling me about this fucking pod, bro? Oh yeah, Saturday, blood. Someone's telling me about the pod on Saturday. I'm at my friend's fight. He's telling me about the pod. Like, bruv, like, I don't give a shit. Stop telling me about this pod, bro. Don't tell me about Ten Hogs. Don't tell me about Man United. I don't give a shit, mate. Every time I go to a rave. Rashford. Bro, I'm on Rashford's dad, man. I'm on Bro, do you know how many times people, people talk to me more about Rashford than they talk about, they talk to Marcus Rashford about Rashford, man. It's crazy. It's crazy. Bro, bro, allow me, man. Oh, I don't want to talk about it in the rave, bro. I don't talk man, about man it wants to just do a little city boys dance, you know what I'm saying? I'm talking to my Rashford. Allow me, man. I'm rather asking you about... um. Rashford, listen, man, we've got the band game tomorrow. That'll be on the Discord. So if you're about, tune in. I'll be there. Just, you're going to be about for Discord. Uh, what day is it? Tomorrow. Tuesday? Yeah. Okay, you said tomorrow now. Because when they're listening to it, they're going to think it's Wednesday. Uh, <laughs> Wednesday. No, Tuesday. Yes, today. Yes. When you yeah. listen to I'll, it. Yeah, okay, I'll, Tuesday, I'll be there. Today, yeah, I get you. I get your point. Cool. Um, And then we've got the killer game on Sunday versus Liverpool. I look forward to it. We'll probably put something up on the Patreon too midweek. Lads, that's always a pleasure. It's been real. Peace. It's been real. I hit my goals, I let man act like they don't know Check my record and learn that code 187, that's Andrew Cole Murder a beat, I'm cold I link up with bro, that's I did it like Andrew Cole I just do my thing, I don't need to talk I shoot my shot, I hit my goals I let man act like they don't know Check man's record and learn that code 187, that's Andrew Cole Murder a beat, I'm cold When I link up with bro, that's I did it like Andrew Cole, I just do my thing, I don't need to Middle with the field and check like scores But I still grind and chase my goals. When I get a chance, man's veins get cold Sports Social Podcast Network